The 30-year fixed rate mortgage, is it killing us or is it helping us survive this downturn? We're going to talk about it on Today in Mortgages. Hey, what's up, DreamMakers? Welcome back to the show where we're talking about what's real, what's hype, and what you should be paying attention to in the news of mortgage and real estate today. Today, we got a little bit of a different episode. We're going to talk about some theory, and I've got Rich Jefferson back on with me today. And Rich, we're talking about the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. It's a miracle, right? Well, right now it appears to be. You know, and doing and first I want to start this episode off by saying I am no European mortgage specialist. I've done a lot of research and I kind of understand. So this is all general speaking that I'll yeah, be doing today. Totally makes sense. And the reason Rich just made that disclaimer is because what we're talking about today is an article from the Washington Post. And it's talking about whether or not the 30-year fixed rate mortgage is helping us or hurting us in this kind of chaotic time in mortgages. So Rich, real fast, I got a few questions for you. We're going to do this a little bit differently today. Uh, first question, what's different about our system, our ability to provide 30-year mortgages versus other countries? Well, this is a bit of a history lesson that we're going to give right now, but the 30-year mortgage really didn't exist until the FHA you know, introduced it to the marketplace. And the FHA was part of Roosevelt's New Deal. And the New Deal was supposed to make uh, the U.S. economy consumer-friendly, give options, give uh, you know opportunities to... Uh, grow the economy and also give consumers a lot of options. That was part of New Deal. New Deal created the FHA in the mid 1930s and they started to offer lower down payment, longer term fixed mortgages. That's where it started. Prior to that, you had five and 10 year terms. That was it. And they were mostly interest only. Now, FHA changed that. Lower the down payment requirements. When I say lowered at this time in the late 1930s, the down payment was still 10%. That was the low down payment option. And that is the same in a lot of countries today. Most European countries have much larger down payment requirements and they don't have as a main option a 30 year mortgage. Most of their mortgages are interest only for two to five year terms. Sometimes they'll go to 10. And the way they, the reason they do that is to encourage people to pay off their loans so that these banks can then lend to other people because European countries don't have the mortgage backed security market like we have where the banks can sell off and get money back for the, for the loans they lent out in Europe. A lot of the banks portfolio all those loans. They don't want to lock themselves into a 30-year term. That's not the kind of return on investment they need. They don't want to lock up those funds for that period of time. So they're usually shorter term. In the United States, however, since the 1930s, we've created the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac in the 70s. And the 30-year term has become a mainstay for all of these agencies. Yeah, and I guess the reason they're able to do that is because those are all, like you said, government backed. And so the risk is taken off of those lending institutions. And so they're willing to, to do those things. Otherwise, 
this article says uh, no bank in their right mind would lend someone that amount of money for that long with that low of a rate. And I was listening to uh, another podcast that I like to listen to, Financial, and they were, had a caller in from Canada and they were talking about, hey, uh, we got this low rate uh, back in the pandemic, but in a few years, it's going to change and we're no longer be able to afford our house. And it kind of blew my mind, but that's kind of the norm in other countries, other Western countries where you can get that low rate at some point, but then the bank is going to uh, you know, revisit that rate in a set number of years. And you might be SOL on being able to make that payment. So we don't have that here, which helps us kind of manage our finances a little bit differently, which is in my mind, a, a great thing. Because uh, it would be a huge bummer in a few years if my mortgage payment went up by you know five hundred dollars because my interest rate went up four points. A, a great example, Michael, of European interest rate and mortgages and how it works over there is how we do commercial finance here. You know, you we've been reading all kinds of articles about the stress on banks and blah blah blah, all that good stuff. The biggest piece is commercial real estate. And with the work from home movement that has happened over the last, you know, two and a half to three years, offices are vacant. The companies don't need their space, but commercial real estate finance is basically re-upped every three to five years. Meaning you have to requalify as the owner of a commercial facility in order to get financing. And when you're experiencing, you know, 25 to 30% vacancy rates, you're likely not going to be refinanced and be, in, and be forced to sell. Or if you do get a refinance, you do find a lender that is willing to finance at those high uh, vacancy rates. The interest rate is so much higher, making it harder for that owner of that building to turn a profit. So this it's very similar to how the European countries run their residential mortgages, where they are re-upped two to five years, sometimes 10 years, but that it creates volatility. But it also helps in turnover and property availability. When you lock people into 30-year mortgages, especially (laughs) like I believe our article said something like 42% of all mortgage holders hold an interest rate lower than 4%. Yeah, it's actually – so I got the quote right here, Rich. It's 62% of homeowners have a mortgage rate that's less than 4% and 23.5% pay less than 3%. So – yeah, I mean, if you're locked into that rate, you don't want to move. What does that do to you know supply and demand inventory problems, Rich? Exactly. I'm hanging on to my property longer. The 30-year mortgage does make it a little harder to turn properties because they will keep it for a long, long time. Yeah. So the upside is that we you know get to enjoy that kind of fixed rate, that comfort, and that peace of mind that we know what we're going to be paying for a long time. The, the downside could be that we, you know, stay in those houses a lot longer. It is a lot harder for the inventory to turn over, and especially we're seeing that right now. So Rich, thanks for that history lesson. What you're saying and what this article was saying was kind of new to me, and it was a fun way to learn about way, the way that mortgages work in other countries. Before we uh, get into our final thoughts about this, I just wanted to take a quick break and remind everybody out there, we put together a free resource for you, and you can go and check it out at todayinmortgages.com slash marketing. And what that's going to do is give you five quick, easy ways to market yourself well and get ahead while things are down. All right, Rich. So like I said, this was informative to me. Thank you so much for breaking this down for us. Do you have any final thoughts to leave us with on this? I read this and doing all the research on this piece about 
some of the other countries and the way they manage mortgages. It was enlightening to me. And it really made me feel proud that mm. we have so many mortgage options in the United States. Yeah, despite how you feel about politics and the government being involved in your finances, you probably enjoy this benefit of living in America. So all you guys out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll see you around on Today in Mortgages. Today in Mortgages is produced by Network Funding LP, which is an equal housing lender, NMLS 2297. The content of this program is meant to be a commentary on mortgage and real estate news, and any discussion of rates and or products should not be taken as an individual mortgage or home buying advice or pricing estimates. And any commentary on this show should not be considered a promise to make a loan. All applicants for a loan must qualify, and you should consult a professional regarding your individual loan scenarios for your financial situation. Visit our website at nflp.com slash licenses for all state licensing and other legal information.